Welcome to the Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. My name is Dr. Adriana Popescu. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and leader in the field of mental health, energy psychology, addiction, trauma, and empowerment. In this podcast, we will be exploring mental health from a variety of perspectives, from the spiritual to the shamanic and beyond. What if mental illness isn't everything we think it is? What if everything we see as a pathology is actually a possibility? What else is possible with mental health? Welcome to Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. I'm your host, Dr. Adriana Popescu, and I'm so excited today to have with us our guest, Dr. Ann Merkel. Dr. Ann Merkel has offered energy psychology and energy therapy to clients worldwide for over 35 years, incorporating NET, neuroemotional technique, EFT, emotional freedom techniques, energy remedies, acupuncture, kinesiology, and now classical naturopathy to treat chronic health and emotional issues in a whole person approach. Her natural medicine practice specializes in functional medicine approaches for autoimmune, cancer, dementia, trauma, and more. She addresses depression and anxiety on a regular basis among other stresses induced by emotional, chemical, environmental, nutritional, and epigenetic influences. Her fifth book will be published on Amazon with pre-purchase available before September 1st. And she delves in this book more deeply into the subjects she's gonna talk with about us, about with us today. So Dr. Merkel, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you. Um, so tell us just a little bit um, more about your background and how you came to do some of this work that you're amazing things you're doing with your clients. <laughs> well, um, the cliff notes of that is um, this is about my fifth major career, and I'm kind of um, one of what I call an intuitive detective. Every career I've had, I've wanted to go deeper into what is causing dis-ease in somebody, whether it's corporate teams not working together or academic situations where people aren't learning well or the information is in a box but the whole truth isn't there. Um, I got into um, health uh, probably 35-40 years ago and it was the holistic natural health and I was triggered by Sheldon Deal, who was one of the dirty dozen of applied kinesiology. He was a chiropractor, still is. And when I saw him doing temporal tapping and programming the brain, it was like, whoa, there's something more here. So I went into meridian work, and that's where I started using a neuroemotional technique, which is a body-based technique, but it looks for the emotional component, the chemical components, nutritional components, and structural components. So lots of doctors use that to identify in their clinics, um, you know, what is causing people to um, not, to have symptoms basically, where to go and uh, then through a meridian-based tapping or holding or kinesiological um, intervention, um, you can clear that. And that's how I met you, Adriana. Uh, you know, we both are net practitioners are, are familiar with NET. 
And um, so then I noticed that in my own energy therapy practice, using, you know, teaching everybody to use EFT and helping to clear emotional issues, because I'd had my own bout with autoimmune back in my late 30s, um, and I spent a year in bed in horrible pain with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, and it was just horrible. One day I woke up and I said, I'm not doing this anymore. Either whoever is listening is going to tell me the root cause of this um, and how to get well, or I'm out of here. And so within two days, I had all the answers, the causes and how to remedy. Two months later, I was symptom free, my energy was back, my memory was back, and I was convinced that there were natural ways to get around chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and that was my mission, to help other people find the root causes. So I started um, attracting people that had chronic issues, and that's when I decided I need to go back and get another doctorate to you know, learn more about the physical body because I knew about the cognitive brain, I knew about the subconscious brain, but I wanted the physical. Uh, yeah, because when you clear the emotional component of a disorder, that's wonderful. However, the body is denser matter and it takes longer to recalibrate and rebalance. So if you can help to change a diet, help with nutrition, help with environmental toxicity, clear all that stuff, then the body can catch up really quickly with where the mind and the spirit and the emotional self um, is after you know, clearing an issue. So, so I like to go for the root cause, see if there are reoccurring um, things that you've inherited from ancestors that cause either a, a physical symptom or an emotional predisposition and just clear it. So I love that. I love that approach, what you said there about getting to the root cause, because I think so much of Western medicine and psychiatry is focused on symptoms and just alleviating symptoms. Take this pill to alleviate the symptom, but they're not necessarily going down all the way to the root cause. Um, and you really advocate for a whole person approach when you're doing your functional medicine. And I would love for you to explain what functional medicine is. You really stress the importance of a whole person assessment. Can you say more about that? When I work with a client, I have a 12-page entry history and it's not you know oh my god you know i'm gonna write a book it's easy to fill out um there's one component that is online it's an net symptom um, assessment but it tells me where the body is holding stress and where i need to go first in the meridian sense um, so that's a big help. I also have asked for a timeline of every trauma that's ever happened through life from conception through present. Um, I uh, look at nutrition. There's a Bach flower, you know, flower essence test there to show kind of underlying emotions and how, how you feel on a daily basis. Um, what's your diet, what's your spiritual life, uh, so I can speak your spiritual language to you. Um, so I really look at, you know, how much time are you spending with family, with friends, um, on, on devices, what's your diet, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we put that together with why are you coming to see me? 
And there was another part to that question too. Oh, I guess I, I wanted to bring in the fact that um, there's a lot to being a whole person practitioner and functional medicine was taken from German philosophical approach years ago, but the new tech, the, the new terminology of functional medicine is what you see. It could be integrative medicine, integrating different things together. I see it as it's not alternative per se anymore because so many people are using it. It's more nature-based. It's not about putting a client in a box and saying, well, your symptom is like so-and-so over here. So we're going to put you here, diagnose you with this, and give you statistics on your prognosis. No, each person is totally unique, and that's, that's what we do. So I will, I will work with somebody on a soul level, you know, going into the Kashik records, all the way to the physical, to the genetics level. You know, what are the predispositions you may have inherited from one or both parents? And so then how can you keep your genes healthy and clean and functioning uh, so that you never have to get cancer or Alzheimer's or whatever a gene um, code change may point to? Yeah. I mean, there's so many questions I want to ask you about that. Can you say more, yeah, about the role of genes? Epigenetics is such a big emerging field um, right now. And how does our genetics impact? I mean, most people think, well, you know, if my mom had depression or my dad was an alcoholic, then I'm more prone to getting that. That's about as far as the average person kind of thinks of it, but it's much more complex than that, right? It is, it is. And I'm going to just uh, look at a cheat sheet here. Um, I recently did a presentation and I talked about kind of uh, some, some books that if you're interested in epigenetics, there are four key books that I would recommend. They're easy to read and they go deeper and deeper and they bring you more into the present of the local, you know, what's known now. Um, epigenetics is basically how Yes, we have genes. We're born with genes. Genes don't change in our lifetime. However, they function differently. They can be turned on. They can be turned off. They can be dirty. They can be clean. They can have a code variant that you inherited. But you can manage all of that so that you can always be healthy and the genes can work and you can keep them working by keeping other genes working to support them. So um, some of you have probably heard of Bruce Lipton and his book, The Biology of Belief. And that book came out in uh, 2005. Now the Human Genome Project, which was the big gene project saying, you know, we've got hundreds of thousands of genes in the human body. So let's see what they do and, and how they're encoded and, and how they're paired and how they function. Well, then they found out that there are, you know, between 18 and 25,000 genes in the human body. They're going, whoa. So there's a lot more to genes, but do genes really tell us what's going to happen in the body? They thought they were going to have a cure for every disease and, and a reason for every illness. And and it's way deeper than that. There's a whole universe in the dark matter and in, in the uh, micro RNA and stuff that they're just finding. But Bruce Lipton, in, you know, so the Human Genome Project came out with, with their findings in 2003, just the tip of the iceberg. So 2005, Bruce Lipton comes out with his book 
And it's, he's a stem cell biologist by trade. And in the 70s, he started saying, hey, if you put a stem cell, any stem cell, in a Petri dish and you feed it different things, you create a different environment, one, one uh, dish will start developing a tissue uh, uh, cell and another one will be a bone cell and one will be a heart cell. And you know, so that is how changing the environment changes your genes. Okay, so that's kind of the tip of the iceberg. That'll get you going in epigenetics. The next one is The Genie in Your Genes by da Dawson Church. That came out in 2007. That book went into, and it was a great introduction to energy therapy techniques and approaches of mind over matter. And it was how you can use all these different mind over matter techniques to change and to help your your genes function better and to stay healthy okay but then you go back to what i said earlier which is the body is is mass and it's it's denser vibrational mass and so the next book that i highly recommend is by ben lynch and it's called dirty genes and it looks like this this is his book and he is a a uh, licensed naturopath in Oregon, and his, uh, he picks about seven or eight of the typical genes that the standard American diet, that our crazy society, and you know, all the crazy things that we do in life with the EMFs and the, the chemicals and the frankenfoods and everything else, these are the genes that generally will really impact your body if they get dirty. Now you have, may have great genes without any code variations that you've inherited, but if you don't treat them right and keep them clean, then you're not gonna be healthy. Then any predisposition that might've been coded in a, in a gene will definitely come out and even more. So, and some of the, the genes like the methylation genes, MTHFR gene, which is really important. You've probably heard about methylation. What does that mean? Well, methylation is the activation of other genes. So if you don't activate the methylation gene and keep it clean, then you can't detox your body. So when you're toxed, you start showing symptoms because your body is trying really hard to rebalance. And, and if you mask the symptoms the way you know allopathic medicine likes to do, then the body is stuck with toxins. And so it shows up with another symptom. I gotta get rid of these toxins. Stop toxing me out. Stop masking what I'm trying to tell you. You know, that sort of thing. The final book that is really neat and just was published in 2020 is Regenerate. It's by Sayer G who is the originator of greenmedinfo.com, which is a wonderful online repository for thousands of, of articles on um, how to treat uh, diseases, conditions, all kinds of things in a natural way. And it goes into vitamins and foods and you name it, it's in there. So it's very good. But Regenerate goes into the latest stuff that's coming out about how the body can really regenerate and epigenetics and your control over your life and your, your level of dis-ease on the body, mind, spirit, you know, whether it's a mood issue, whether it's anxiety, depression, um, it, keeping your immune system healthy, you know, especially now when, you know, there's strange viruses creeping around, 
um, keeping yourself healthy when EMFs are becoming more and more dangerous with the introduction of the 5G and the uh, pulsing uh, thermal radiation coming from the satellites. So all of this comes out and he goes into deeper than the gene. You know, you've got the gene with the DNA, then you've got the RNA, and then you know, you've got the microRNA, and then you've got this dark matter that over and over is coming out of the whole universe of the connectedness of food and animals and our cells and how as you eat healthy natural food and naturally grown animals who have eaten natural healthy food, the molecules, the genetics of the molecules that you were actually eating are speaking to our genes and speaking to our microbiome and we are one and it's being proven scientifically now. So that, you know, you can tell I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're finally going deeper. Yeah, but but it just shows going back to the natural way of keeping our bodies safe and healthy works, and that's the way we're supposed to be living. Right, right. So you mentioned a term, the microbiome, and I want I want to have us go a little deeper into that because the the status of our microbiome can really affect how we feel, and this is where something like depression or anxiety oftentimes can get misdiagnosed as a mental disorder when in fact there might actually be an imbalance of some sort in the microbiome. Right, right. Well, when we look at ourselves, and I said there were, you know, 20, 25, 18 to 25,000 genes in, in the human body, there, tend, um, there are 100 times more cells, or, uh, uh, genes, in our microbiome, because there are 10 times more, more microorganisms than we have cells in our body. So, you know, 10 times more cells than our whole body has. So, you know, some people say, well, we're just a, a sack for our microbiome, which are all the, the little microorganisms that are crawling on us, they're in us, they're in our bodily fluids. Um, Generally, when you hear the term microbiome, you're talking about the alimentary canal from the mouth all the way down. And um, so the intestines, and these are intelligent creatures. These are bacteria, they're fungus, they're viruses, they're all kinds of things that work in balance with each other. And they, when they are happy, when they are well-fed, when they are doing their thing, they help to, us to break down food, they create enzymes, they cre create neurotransmitters, they create um, everything that the body really needs. And so much of our immune system is created and housed in our gut. Um, and through the vagus nerve, which is connected down through a couple nerves that go up and down the sides of our intestines, the vagus nerve then winds around through the heart or, you know, by the heart and into the brain. So the communication is generally more communication coming from the gut to the brain than the other direction, but it does go both ways. And if your gut bugs aren't happy, you're going to have mood swings. You're going to be depressed. If it's struggling because you've got like a candida overload, which means too much fungus and then the fungus is trying to eat everything and push all the other gut bugs away, um, or you're eating toxic things or you're not eating organic, you know, this can all 
uh, remember that um, not eating organic, you're eating pesticides and herbicides, which are basically antibiotics, which means you're killing your microbiome in your gut. And you need those gut bugs. And taking a probiotic occasionally is not going to cut it. You know, I take two different kinds of probiotics every single day, one in the morning, one at night. And I stay away from non-organic and I stay away from devices that, you know, if you've got the EMFs, you know, right in front of you and you're talking on your phone and you're holding your device and your computer, um, you know, that'll kill your gut too. So the microbiome definitely impacts how you feel. And with everybody so scared and so anxious and, you know, don't watch the news because it'll make you feel horrible, but you've got to really be careful with keeping your, your microbiome and all those, you know, millions of little creatures in your gut happy and healthy and functioning the way they're supposed to. So you can think clearly, you can be calm and, um, your, bodies can, your body can physiologically function the way it's supposed to and detox, let go of the stress and anything that you eat or breathe or you know, anything that's around you that is detoxing your body up. Yeah. And this is where food allergies or sensitivities can come in, right? Yes. Yes. For example, um, one that's a real big thing, some people are still going, eh, gluten sensitivity, and eh, gluten-free, that's just a fad. Well, that's baloney because it's not a fad. There are at least 20% of the population in our country, or in the United States, or in the Western Hemisphere, um, that are celiac. They've already been diagnosed as celiac, which means the villi in their intestines that bring in the nutrients like a shag rug, are completely atrophied. They've been cut off. They've been, you know, just destroyed. And so you can't get the nutrients that you need to function. And actually, the um, gluten and wheat have introduced gut bugs and, you know, microorganisms that have never been found in humans before. So a lot of different allergies um, I'm just saying gluten because there's a big percentage of people that are non-celiac gluten sensitive. And there are tests now to test that. There are, are many great tests um, that a holistic practitioner can uh, introduce you to that will test for dairy allergies and wheat allergies and corn allergies and grain allergies in general and mold and you, know, you name it. They, they've got them now that are 99 point something accurate, but most medical doctors are not using those yet because they're more in the functional medicine area of um, you know, practice. They're, they're new tests and they, they're kind of out of the, natu the, the traditional doctor's scope of practice. So um, yes, when you have chronic issues and the body's trying to detox and methylation is not happening, then you become sensitive to lots and lots of things. And that is, is a very difficult place to be. You don't wanna be sensitive to the world. Um, but I've seen, you know, even working with energy therapies, you can get beyond, if you're also altering your diet 
and looking at your environment, you can get beyond this multiple chemical sensitivity, which is a condition where you're allergic to life, yeah. you know, and you can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and I've had clients like that that have completely gotten beyond that and um, they're living a normal life now. Yeah, myself included. I mean, I've shared with the audience, you know, I had my own struggle with Lyme disease, almost 20 years, Lyme disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, multiple chemical sensitivities. I became allergic to everything in my environment. I mean, my was just reacting to everything. And, and through all these different, um, I would say more naturopathic, you know, strategies, I was really able to heal myself to where I don't have those symptoms anymore. And so I really want the listeners and, and viewers, you know, of this podcast to get that message that you can heal from these conditions. You are not doomed to suffer with mm -hmm. whatever, you know, maybe even Western medicine has told you is an incurable disease. Exactly right. And that became my mission to say exactly what you just said uh, almost 40 years ago. It's like, if I can heal myself, everybody should have hope that they can get beyond it. Um, if they won't get beyond allopathic traditional medicine, then it's very difficult because, you know, they, they really are looking for that golden, you know, that silver bullet of give me a med. I don't want to feel anything immediately. But you've got to realize that the symptoms are the body screaming for help. And once you get to know your body, you know what it's saying. And then you go to the root cause of why it's trying to tell you something. And then you can get well. Yeah. So what do you recommend then, Dr. Merkel, for somebody who's maybe just new to this, who hasn't had a lot of experience with a more natural approach to healing, where do they start? How do, if they think maybe something's wrong, like I have this depression that doesn't seem, no matter what I do, it doesn't seem to change or this anxiety or whatever it may be, how do they get started? Um, there are a couple of quick fixes that I'd like to throw out. One is, well, I had it on a, on a sheet, but drink at least, oh, drink pure water for one thing. Don't drink uh, municipal tap water. Uh, and also don't buy a bunch of bottles in, in plastic uh, because plastic is estrogen and or xenoestrogen and that is a toxic chemical and you don't want a lot of that in your body. So I would say um, look into reverse osmosis or, or um, distilled water. Those are two really good sources. Or if you're lucky like I am and you're on a, on a well with a natural spring and a natural aquifer up, up in the mountains, then you know I, I'm blessed with that. You don't wanna be drinking in a lot of chemicals. Um, so drink half your body weight in ounces of water every day. That right there is gonna help you detox. It'll lift your energy level and it will help you think more clearly. And so that might help you. Some people who have been really depressed like clinically, have found that taking vitamin B6 helps to lift that a little bit. And that's niacin. And niacin will give you a flush. You know, you feel like your skin's burning and you're turning all red and looking like you're blushing. But you can take niacinamide, which is a form of, of the B6 that won't give you the flush, but will help you with that. Um, I would say eat organic, get away from gluten. 
um, for a lot of reasons that we don't have time to go into right now. Um, try to give up grains if you can. Give up corn. Um, only eat, if you can find it, and I don't think you can in the United States, organic corn that really isn't tainted. Um, I'm really allergic to corn and gave that up 40 years ago and it, it totally changed my life. All arthritis went away, which I started getting in my 20s. Um, and, you know, moods can be very affected by chemicals. So you don't want to eat anything that's GMO. Um, and get exercise, get out in nature and breathe fresh air. Um, if you can't really get out and, and take big hikes or really get out and do much, take a chair and put it outside your back door. Take your shoes off because summer's coming and put your feet in the dirt, not on the concrete or asphalt, but in the dirt and get earthed. <laughs> and that will uh, you know, help you to um, receive the negative ions coming directly from the planet, which are very rejuvenating for us. So, you know, those, those are some, you know, little quick fixes that can help you to look at what's going on in your, in your, your life and in your diet and in your body that could be bringing you down. And of course, use, use your energy therapy tools that I'm sure Adriana is teaching you or sharing with you um, that um, can help you with the mood. Do some meditating, do some gravity, uh, 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 gratitude work um, where you just focus on be in the present. Don't be worried about the future. You know, just take a few moments and be centered. Don't look at the past, be here now and be grateful for what you have and just feel that gratitude. That will amp up your energy right there. Fabulous. And, um, and Dr. Merkel, if people wanna find out more about your work, because you offer a tremendous variety of services, not just for clients or patients, but also for other practitioners, you do trainings and different things. How can people find you? How can they learn more? How could they work with you? I have two websites. One specifically speaks to energy medicine. The other one includes energy medicine, but it's natural medicine and it includes the epigenetics. So if you're interested in, and uh, I'm sure you can share the link, Adriana, but it's arielagroup.com. Um, that is the energy medicine site. And merkel.com is the natural medicine site, but they're you know, cross-linked. Um, I have a lot. I have a lot of freebies. I have um, going on five books on Amazon that are for practitioners mainly of energy therapy. So it, it really highlights self-help things, how to go deeper, and how to enhance your energy therapy practice. Um, I'm giving out. Um, complimentary 20 minute consults and you can access those by going to the home page of either one of those um, websites and it will say you know sign up for a consult with me here and it'll take you to a link and you can go to my scheduler and schedule a little time slot where we can talk about your situation and you can ask me pointed questions about your unique case fabulous so, so wonderful what you're doing out there. I'm super grateful for the work that you're doing, educating, and like we talked about, you know, giving people hope that they don't have to suffer 
um, with these conditions, you know, that so often have been mislabeled, misdiagnosed as something else or only one small piece of the picture. The whole person really needs to be considered whenever you're addressing any kind of issue, including what has traditionally been called a mental health issue. So right. any final words that you'd like to leave us with? I would say if you're following Adriana, you're in good hands. I would love to you know, support any work she's doing or you're doing, Adriana, um, yeah. with anything that I can help with. Um, if you're interested in finding a local functional medicine practitioner, which can be any kind of doctor, because there are many people going back to school with the Institute of Functional Medicine to study how to connect with the whole person and they're setting up teams you know i think everybody should have a health team and not rely on just one practitioner for everything and you know maybe one practitioner can be the team leader but you need somebody to help you with the emotional component help you with the natural nutritional and mds don't get any nutrition in medical school they get pharmacology instead uh, so you don't you know, if you want to go natural and functional, you want to, uh, somebody that specifically has training in nutrition. And, you know, you want somebody that can go and do root cause analysis. So I do virtual work on Zoom and um, traditionally by phone with clients worldwide. And I've been doing this for a lot of years. So if you think I can help and augment what Adriana's already doing for you, then I'd be happy to be a member of your team. Thank you so much, Dr. Merkel. And thank you all viewers, listeners for tuning into this really fascinating episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities. I'm your host, Dr. Adriana Popescu, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. This has been Dr. Adriana Popescu. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and share with others. To find out more about me, my guests, and more, please visit my website at adrianapopescu.org. See you next time.